Hi, I'm Christina Davis, and welcome to the Crazy Nomad Podcast, where we talk about the real side of working and living as a digital nomad, the raw, unfiltered, crazy, funny, wild, sometimes difficult side of those living outside of the normal nine to five. So get ready, sit back, because here are some crazy nomads. Right, everyone, welcome back to the Crazy Nomad Podcast. And today I have one of my best friends, Alec. Can't wait to chat more about our story, how we met, Bali, all of it. But so happy to have you on. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Of course. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. Back how we met back in Jan of 2020. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 2020. Um, Thailand, randomly. At a bar and a cliff in Copenhagen, right? Uh, Copenhagen, yeah, yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was with a totally different group of people. You were with your friend, and my friend at the time, Laura, was just drunk and she ran after a dog that she thought was cute and ended up running into you and then yeah. chatting. You guys came over, and obviously, we became friends from there and then yeah. had our like backpacking ways. Um, so it was like a really random introduction but i think that's like one of the normalcies of backpacking um you know we we met while backpacking and i think that the one of the things people always tend to ask is you know how do you do it by yourself like how do you go by yourself how do you meet people um so it's great when you can like just have these stories where you have like a blossoming friendship um after meeting so how long were you backpacking for? Give us a little tidbit yeah, it's into actually, all of it. I love that you said that because, uh, so I went to Southeast Asia by myself and I told my friend that I was going and she's like, oh, I'll meet you there for your first week. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Like I'm solo, but like, you know, yeah. a friend wants to join me for a week, I'll join. Well, I actually went, um, with, I went with her to that bar and she said, no, she got there. She's like, no, I just don't really feel like being, I'm like, okay, well then. You know, go do what you want to do, and then I'm yeah. gonna stay here. And thank God, because like that's how I met you. Yeah. And that's I think the great thing about backpacking is, even if you are with someone, uh, you can say, okay, well, this is what I'm gonna do. If you don't want to do that, cool. Oh. And there's really no restrictions. There's no, and you know, life. you can always hang out with them the next day, which is exactly what I did. A hundred percent. Like you kind of live your life, and if you don't want to do what people don't want to do, you're like all right, like you do you, like I'll do me. Like yeah. the whole point is that you're doing your own mission, basically your own. Yeah. You know, your own trip. Your own journey. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and then, so we were in Copenhagen for a couple days. We did a little partying for, mm-hmm. we were at the full, we did the, the full, full moon. moon. <laughs> Fun time. The trouble yeah. we got ourselves into in the yeah. full moon. Um, yeah, I did the full moon party a lot. And then we, we did the, what was the one before the full the moon? The jungle party. The jungle party, which if anyone ever goes there, they definitely need to do. It's always the night before, correct? Yeah, it's the night yeah. before. Definitely do the full moon party. I think it was more fun than the full moon. But both the jungle are, party, you mean? The jungle party. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The jungle party, then the full moon. Yeah. I enjoyed the jungle party, but enjoyed both, obviously. But Yeah, I think... So I did two full moons. <laughs> Cause, psychotic. Because that's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, one for New Year's, and then one the one that we did together. Um, and yeah, the jungle party is really cool. It's like, for people who don't know, it's just literally in the middle of the jungle of this island in Thailand. Yeah. But, like, you get in, it's this massive DJ stage, like, hundreds of people, <laughs> hundreds, and everyone's just, like, drinking buckets yeah. and on one and, like, doing the their thing. Yeah. yeah, the buckets. <laughs> buckets oh my God. in Thailand. Yeah, the buckets in Thailand. Like, it's literally a kid's, like, sand bucket. 
It is. Like what you play with as a kid when you go to the beach with your family and then you're an adult and you're just drinking yeah. out of it with like yeah, with a whole bottle. Horrible liquor and yeah. nasty mixers. Yeah. yeah AKA like, hangover. Yeah. <laughs> hangover central. Um, but yeah, we did that together and then we did the full moon. And then I think we separated we separated from each other, right? Yeah, because I was there. So my friend was there for the week. So yeah. I, I spent the week with her and then messaged you. I was like, okay, like what am I going to like... I didn't know what I was going to do next, which is yeah. kind of how I like to travel. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, you I only just... plan like maybe three days in advance. <sighs> maybe three maybe. days. That's, yeah, I mean, it's tough. 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's a lot. But so I messaged you like the day before I was leaving and something like that. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I'm going to back to Kotal. I think, right? We went to Kotal. Oh, uh, Kosamui now. Oh, Kosamui. Yeah, it's going back for the third oh, time. For the third time <laughs> to uh, what's the... Bodega. Bodega. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bodega is a hostel chain that's just like a party chain. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of where I lived most of my time in (laughs) Thailand. Because they're all over Thailand. They're all over. There's like six of them, I think. And if you do the the pub crawl, you get a shirt. And I was like, I'm getting a shirt from every place. I got everyone (laughs) except for Pi. I think Pi was the only one I didn't get. But I was like, I just, I'm a Bodega, like, queen. One of my, one of the guys, Rob, worked there. He was like, why don't you just work at a Bodega? Like, you basically, like, live at all of them. And I was like, I should, but... It's too much work to have yeah. to like corral people and, and do well, things. Well, it's, it's more than seventy-two hours of commitment. Yeah, it's not our style. You have to stay. Yeah, you have to stay. Like I remember the amount of people, and it probably happened to you too, at the hostels. Like the reps would be like, "Do you want to work here?" And I'm like, "No," but then I have to stay. Like I have to stay here yeah. for like two weeks. And I'm like, "That doesn't work." Like mm. I want to keep traveling. Like you know, you have this whole list of where you want to yeah. go. Um, I think it's a good. Like I think maybe if I would have stayed. Because of the pandemic, I had to go home, but I would have done it, like, at the end of my trip, where I, I needed, like, free room and board. Yeah. Because it's a fun job. I it, mean, oh, it's so much fun. It would be... Your whole existence is from, like, 6 p.m. on to just corral people, play drinking games, get yeah. everyone out, and have make it sure everyone's having a fun time. Like, yeah. I did that just... We do that on the regular life when we're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. chilling we're as guests. We're for free. Yeah, we're doing for free. And I'm like, I should be Why did we pay to stay there again? <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh, Vang Viang in Laos. I got stuck there for a month. Mm-hmm. And I got hired to work as one of the tubing reps. So, like, yeah. they take everyone down a river. The and you bounce, job in the world. Yeah, you, like, bounce from bar to bar and you just corral people on these tubes and you just, like, they get drunk on the river and you just make sure no one dies. Yeah. Um, and you keep them, like, fun and happy. And so they were looking for someone, and they one of the reps became one of my friends. And he was like, do you want to do it? Like, you'd be great. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, why not? I'm already, like, staying in Vang Vang because God knows why. Like, I didn't love it. No, I love fell in love with a boy. <laughs> I fell in love with a boy and stayed like an idiot. Um, but, yeah, so they were like, stay. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it, whatever. And they're like, all right, tomorrow, like, 11 a.m., you've got to be, like, in the front of the hostel and get everyone going. And 11 a.m. rolled around. And I was facing the worst hangover <laughs> ever. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I, I just literally can't. So I didn't show up. I just stayed in bed. They ended <laughs> up leaving. And, like, usually I think, like, anywhere from 20 to, like, maybe 80 people would go. But a lot of times it's, like, 30 to 40 people on average. This day, 150 people showed up to Tube. Oh, my gosh. And he was by himself. Oh, my gosh. So when everyone rolled back in later, the hospital and I came out, he literally was like, go screw yourself. Like, he was like, absolutely, we're not friends anymore. He was like, I had to deal with 150 people drunk by myself. Yeah. And he was like, what'd you do? I was like, oh, I, s- I slept. It's <laughs> like... But I'm ready to party now. Yeah, I was like, I can help. I was like, I'm so sorry. I can help tomorrow. And he's like, we don't need you anymore. And I was like, okay, so I just got hired and fired in the matter of like 12 hours. 
from hostel repping. So that was like that, my, my yeah. one time. That should be a book. Like literally from <laughs> yeah. like corporate America, Christina, <laughs> to hired and fired in 24 hours. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is like my little claim to backpacking fame. Like, have you been hired mm. and fired in 24 hours? Because I have. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people have, but not a lot of people have done corporate America and then. Yeah, and then did that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Went from like medical device sales, like professional, like whatever in the hospitals, directing surgeries. Yeah. And here I am like. Can't make it to TV. Can't, can't make it to the 1130 p.m. show up. Like, wasn't even like early in the to morning. Drink. To drink. To yeah, drink. to just drink. I can't, couldn't do that. So Love that. Um, yeah, so we met back in Costa Mesa, full circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're already in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we met, so Kosamui. We went back to Kosamui. We just chilled. We didn't we just chilled for a little bit and then mm-hmm. we went to Koh Tao for yeah. our other friend's birthday. Yeah. I think that's where I fell in love with you. Like yeah. I, I liked you. <laughs> yeah. You were a cool girl. I needed a friend. Yep. <laughs> which is which is how in my experience backpacking does work. Like the perfect people show up for you when you At need the them. Time. Yep. Like there's everyone talks about how like oh backpacking changed my life it was so fun and you know they say all the good but for me there are times where like okay I'm lonely like, oh yeah there who, are hard times while you're backpacking too who who do I know here and you're in a hostel and everyone's having fun and you're like yeah. I don't know any of these people like you like you were one of those people that like I was like okay what's next like I haven't really been in a lot of hostels yet and then you just showed up at that yeah. bar which is like. If you just let like yeah. life happen, like that's how backpacking is. A hundred percent. For my in my experience, like if you just let it happen, like yep. get in a good vibe and just put yourself out there. Like yeah, yeah, you just yeah. gotta do it. Yeah. Like even if you're by yourself, like you, no one will. Like that's one thing about backpacking I really loved is like even if you're by yourself, no one lets you stay by yourself. Yeah. People come up to you and be like, "Hey, where are you coming from? Like, mm-hmm. where were you? Like, what? What's up? What's your name?" And before you know it, like you have a friend. Yeah. So like no one ever lets you sit by yourself you know what I mean you're not really lonely the amount of times I would just go like even in the mornings at hostels like I'd wake up and I'm like alright like I don't, you know you, you meet people maybe random but you like I'd go downstairs and just sit in the kit like the whatever restaurant area and before you know it someone sit next to you and you're chatting and your friends three and other then, people yeah and then all of a sudden like you have a whole friend group you know and that was the best part of it um, but when we went to Koh Tao is when we spent a lot of time together because <laughs> Andrew was scuba diving, doing a scuba cert. And obviously when you're scuba diving and doing it, you can't get drunk yeah. during nights. So we were just like, well, days, yeah? yeah, it was like three or four days. And we're like, well, what do we do? Like, <laughs> We do what backpackers do. Yeah, drink. <laughs> well, the backpackers, I should say all backpackers no, not do all that. Backpackers, There's no. different types of backpacking, 100%. of course. Um, but we, we did drink a lot yeah. and, uh, we had, I don't think it was rainy season, was it? No, it was like it, some weird like <laughs> storm that rolled into Kotal. Like our mm. poor friend Andrew's birthday, like he was like he was excited, trying to play mm. it down a little bit. And the whole week that he was scuba diving, it was beautiful out. Yeah. Like we were at the beach every day. We were doing sunset. We were like living our best lives. And then the day came that he was going to be done scuba diving. It was on his birthday. And the biggest storm, like, in Kotal, like, the fucking year, I think, rolls in and literally, like, flooded the entire <laughs> island. We, like, we, remember we tried to go out and it was just not Rain. a thing. Like, yeah. two of our friends, they were staying on the other side of the island. Um, Laura, they got trapped inside of their hostel because mm-hmm. they couldn't leave because it was, like, an actual river that was now flowing in front of them. Um, but we, being the really, really great friends that we are, 
um, wanted to cheer him up. Yeah, so we it's walked. His birthday. We walked to the grocery <laughs> store in the rain. Not it wasn't. It was like drizzling at this point. It was like light yeah. rain because we waited for it to stop. Yeah, I remember so we're like, we're like, all right, when it stops, so. good. We're, we're gonna cheer him up. Yeah. We're gonna get him like a like birthday party, a birthday little birthday present, mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And we get to the store. My guy. Like, well, obviously we're buying a bottle of vodka, Duh. but what else like could we possibly buy from a grocery store like in thailand in thailand on an island yeah (laughs) on a small island like nothing Mm -hmm. so but he was going to india yeah we were going to india in a couple weeks (laughs) so what does one need when they're backpacking india well toilets in india are a little different than normal a lot of times it's like a hole in the ground if you're like really in the middle of nowhere And not a single one of them has toilet paper in them. So as great friends that we are, we buy him like five (laughs) rolls of toilet paper and a bottle of vodka to bring home to him. What else does does a girl need? Right? (laughs) But it may or may not have started absolutely downpouring Mm -hmm. as we went to go leave the store. Mm -hmm. So in Alec and Christina fashion, we just popped open a beer, Mm -hmm. sat down with your speaker, put music on and made friends. With the other people who were stuck there. You know what's funny? In the moment, I didn't find it funny. It was just like we were like... <laughs> but now when you explain this story, it's like, yeah, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were those people. We were chatting with a German guy. Yeah. Who was not backpacking. No, he, like, he was just an adult. He, he was like an actual adult. Just like, going He was a daddy. Shopping. He yeah. was a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he was looking at us like, what the fuck are these stupid Americans <laughs> <Yeah>. doing? <laughs> Which I think so many people probably looked at us throughout our time. How could you not? How could you not? Oh, like those dumbass Americans (laughs) back at it again with their Mm. drinks and like playing Fisher on a DJ and just being like trying to dance on our bench (laughs) and whatever. Um, But then eventually we decided just to walk home because it was not stopping. Um, And I remember we were... At one point, like, there was the, the gutter under the gutter, and the water is just pouring out of this gutter. Lord knows how clean that gutter was. Very clean. Very clean. Very sanitary. <laughs> and you just stood under it, just, like, screaming, just as it's just pouring down on four you. Four beers completely. in. Yeah. Like four, no, not... It's Bing Tang. Uh, Chang, 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 Thailand yeah, beer. Yeah, Thailand beer and Chang. Four Changs in, which is um, really six beers. Yeah. Because they're big. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Not all of them, but yeah. we buy the big ones. Yeah. The big ones we may or may not yeah. be just sipping yeah, right we're now on a budget. we sit here. We're on yeah. a budget. We're on a budget. Except now we, now we drink the big Bing Tangs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then we just, I think after that, it was like a great little friendship we had. Yeah. And you came then with us to Myanmar. Yeah. Because we went to Myanmar afterwards. Yeah. We went to Bang. Oh my God, we went to Bangkok. Do you remember? Our 12 hours 12 or hours. 16 hours or something stupid. We had 12 in hours in Bangkok <laughs> and we only had like maybe $4 left yeah, something, of Thai money. Some and we were like, you know money. what? Let's just spend one last night on Kosan Road, which yeah. is like the main party road of Bangkok. Yeah. Um, we didn't know what it, we didn't know what it was gonna be like. Well, because, I've been before. Well, you had been, but we didn't know what it was gonna be like because it was like the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So we were like, do we go? Do we not go? Yeah, because it was like it was Feb, I think, yeah. at that point. We didn't want to take out money from the ATM because we didn't want didn't um, want any more. Bot, yeah, didn't want to buy um, money. So <laughs> we were like, we were like, okay, we have enough money to buy one bucket. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? <laughs> We have one, we have enough money. Like, what the fuck is that going to do at the point of, <laughs> like, our tolerance at this point yeah. in our? But we're trip. just like we got to do it, like, for the experience. Yeah, we have to go out, and we like we have to spend this money anyway. Yeah, because it wasn't enough to change over to anything. No, 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 no. So we go and buy a bucket, and we're just sitting there, <laughs> and bucket and a balloon. 
Remember we, and, got, uh, we got balloons. Balloons. Yeah. balloons are big in Asia. Um, you, you need to explain what a balloon is. Um, if you can. I don't know how you would do that. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like, la- it's like the nitrous whatever. It's like laughing gas that doesn't make you laugh. It just makes, makes you have your- this euphoria. euphoria? Is <laughs> yeah, that the word? Euphoric. Euphoric. They're big in Thailand and also Lao. Vietnam. And Laos. And Vietnam. Oh, they're in Laos. Yeah. No, I- Vietnam, they're massive. They're really? like triple. No, the size. Vietnam. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The ones in the ones that we had actually weren't like superb. They weren't great. No, I mean I don't know how like, I mean people. I don't recommend people do balloons just because like it's no. bad for your brain. Yeah, <laughs> but like drugs. if you're if you're in Asia, like it's one of those things. It's like balloon and it's there. Like, balloon, balloon, you know? like everybody yeah. else it. And then so we all we each had one balloon and then the bucket, <laughs> yeah. and we were calling it a night. Because we it. had a flight at like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., something like that. <laughs> something stupid. And so we were like finishing, and you randomly saw someone out. you knew. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my yeah, gosh. and you just ran away. And me and yeah. Andrew were like, okay, like, where is he going? <laughs> so I used to be, I used to live in Baltimore, and I met this military guy in Baltimore at a bar one time. Which sounds sexual. It wasn't. He's a straight guy. <laughs> totally straight. Totally straight. Um, ripped band. And he, I, we were in a bar, like back in the bar. Yeah. And somehow I just saw him out like, of the corner of my eye. And I ran up to him and I was like, this is totally random and weird. But like, do you remember me? And he's like, from Baltimore. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're Bangkok Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we, he came over and we like told him our story, like what we're was like, happening. Oh, yeah, sorry, we're leaving soon. We don't like, have money. And we're not going out. And he wanted to go out. Yeah. And I think he was just ending like a, he was a military contractor guy. So yep. he was just ending like a contract because of COVID. He had to go home. He just wanted one crazy night out in Bangkok. Yeah. So we were like, oh no, we're on a budget. Da, 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 we don't da. have any money. We literally said we don't have any money we, left. Which honestly, which like, true. we, we didn't. literally spent it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So <laughs> that happens when you're backpacking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we ended up going to a few bars, clubs. And he just bankrolled us. And he, yeah, he bought everything. <laughs> we were like, he's like, yeah, fine, if you, if you can't pay, I'll just pay. I want you guys to stay. And we're like, well, I can't say no to that. Yeah. Like, I mean, no one says no to that. No. And then yeah. we ended up staying out way too late. And then we I woke it. up with pink fingernails. <laughs> I remember which that. Which we thought were really cool until we got to Myanmar. Oh, God, yeah. Which I didn't really... First of all, I don't remember how I got pink fingernails. <laughs> I just don't think pink fingernails and going into Myanmar, no, so Myanmar was a great idea. Yeah, Myanmar is Burma. For some people don't know by Myanmar. Some people don't know by Burma. Um, it's like in between India and Thailand. And it is extremely like conservative yeah insights like not heavily backpacked um they just opened their borders i think five or six years ago yeah to tourism so it's actually if you want a place to travel like that's i wouldn't say untouched it's just untouched to tourists which is i guess same thing but whatever um amazing country oh my god amazing country loved it super affordable oh my god everything was so cheap yeah, but you know, now I'm talking about it, this isn't such a happy note, but like it's not so great right now. We got oh, really yeah, lucky. Yeah, we, got, yeah, yeah. we got really, really lucky. Myanmar right now. really struggling right now, actually. So yeah. do your re- if you do go there, do your research. Well, even when we were there, do you remember there was red zones? Like there, there were zones, zones you couldn't you couldn't go into. And I yeah, know a yeah. girl who actually went the north. The genocide, right? Or, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so there is like um, the area like north of where you went where it's like pretty much a red zone and mm-hmm. she went and she was like in a van and they were just you know traveling to the next town and 
um, they'd stop and pull over and there was like, gunshots everywhere and she yeah. was like freaking out and she like you know posted about it um, but you know it wasn't it's they're having like a war between the people basically yeah and so it was bad but now it's even worse like what's going on now yeah. luckily when we were there it was like still good but we went in and we knew it was going to be like a different experience we knew it wasn't going to be like our crazy wild backpacking that's why we did the last yeah. night on bangkok road to be like this is our last yeah like, we wanted to party last hard one. yeah like this is it we're gonna and go like, to we're myanmar, gonna, we're and myanmar. Like... <laughs> so we, we get to myanmar we land and like we pick up beers with our little taxi yeah. driver well i i want to say one thing when we were going to myanmar we were saying stuff like okay we have to party because like when we go to myanmar that's not what it's going to be like we're not gonna do like, any of that. We're gonna go hiking. Like yep. it's not. We're gonna be super sober. touristy. Like sober. yeah, like this is gonna be our last beer for a while, or at least our last night out. Yeah. And then when we, well, I remember we were driving. Yeah. And we landed. We got in a taxi. Yep. Driving to our, you know, our hostel, and I just remember <laughs> seeing a big ass billboard, and I was like, "Those are DJs," and I was like, "I know those DJs' names," and I'm like, "What the hell?" And I look at it, and it was like. What I forgot what the festival was called. I have no idea. Um, which is bad. It was, it, but it was. I have the band still. <laughs> I know. Oh god. Um, it's so so stupid. Yeah. Of us. It was. There was a big music festival, the biggest one in mm. Myanmar of the entire year, and wow. it was like Dutch, American DJs, like all yeah. different from. There's I like think four English. Of them, I think. Yeah. I don't remember. And so we were like, it's like it's in two days. Yeah. Like we have we have to go. Like. Wow. First of all, we were like, no, that we were questioning, like, no, it can't be like a real music festival. Like, we're in Myanmar. Yeah. Like, that's we're in not, Myanmar. Like, yeah. what? No one goes to those. No, like at the time, like maybe because I didn't do enough research, but like Myanmar is like the mass producer of like methamphetamine or no opium. opium. Yeah. So opium. like, what did we know at the time? Right. So we like we have to go. So we bought tickets, which cost like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars, and we get there, and it was an actual like. <laughs> Miami level like music festival yeah. like yeah. big like even I would say like you can like whatever European it was, it was, it was massive there was like thousands and thousands yeah. of people the only thing different was is well a lot of things were different but the, <laughs> the two main things that I remember yeah. were we were the tallest people by <laughs> yes. far and I'm tall but like yeah. even you were the tallest person I was yeah and I remember looking around being like wow we are tall <laughs> and endless free beer yeah, you know, it was it was sponsored by Myanmar Beer, and it was just like you just walked up and it was free flow, free flow, and I was like, can so can be, yeah, I'm like I'm getting free beer, twenty dollars, and I was in the, like actual good Western DJs, yeah. But another thing I do remember besides being tall, like there had to be at least twenty thousand people there. It was so, massive. Yeah, yeah, there was a group of nine of us, mm-hmm. and we were the only foreigners and white people yeah only definitely the only, only western people there yes yeah nine. Oh my gosh and, and we were, were like nine plus are the guy from the hostel who was from myanmar yeah we who had traveled from southern myanmar because yeah. he missed it in yagon yeah yagon, or, well, yagon. yeah <laughs> yeah remember when he got into our hostel and we, we were like yeah we're going out and he's like you're going to the festival? Yeah. He was and like, oh. we were like, yeah. He's like, that's why I came here. <laughs> and we're like, wow, damn. All right. I remember we got there and we were just like. Which the, is how backpacking is. Yeah. yeah. And you remember like we were, we were like celebrities. I was getting handed drinks for free. I was mm. getting like people asking to take my picture. People would like video chat their friends in front of me and then just like try and not awkwardly, but very awkwardly like yeah. put my face on the screen. And I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. But it was the like most fun night yeah because it was so random 
And I think yeah. that's like, that's what I love also about backpacking is like these random things happen all the time that yeah. end up being like great memories. Like super random fun. Not to make it like too serious, but I remember like we were in the front row, which is, wasn't hard to get to when, <laughs> no. when you're I'm a celebrity. Like, <laughs> sh- yeah, shouldering people and people just stepped out of our way. Um, we were in the front row and this guy asked me like where I was from and he, I, I told him I'm from America and he looked at me and he said, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking, for, my first thought was like, who says that? Yeah. And then like, in that moment, I literally, this is funny about music festivals because this has happened to me before. Yeah. But I remember thinking like, I'm from a country and I take it totally for granted. For granted. Like I talk so much smack on my country. Like this is like, yeah. like 2020, like Trump is still president. Yeah. I talk so much garbage and awful things. But I remember thinking like, just for a minute, like somebody just congratulated me. Yeah. For being from America. Like, I need it's, to... We had to have privilege, for sure. Like, I need to stop complaining about my country. Yeah. Like, yes, there's things that I don't like, but, like, there's people that die, literally die to come into my country. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like, yes, I was partying. Yes, I was raging. But, like, in that moment at that music festival, I learned, like, you're ungrateful. Yeah. And to stop it. I also think, like, a big thing about backpacking and, you know... Obviously, there's a lot of fun that's we had, but mm-hmm. it does like open your horizons. And I think for Americans and I'm sure other Western like first world countries, you can get really caught up in your very privileged lifestyle yeah. and like what we have available to us and yeah. how we live. And it's kind of skews like the way you judge people, you view the world, you whatever. Yeah. And then when you get out and you go to these places and you're like, in a completely different culture like and you experience completely different things and you kind of can see outside of your bubble mm. it's so, yeah, it's so good powerful. for your perspective 100 percent. because like i i remember my first time i went traveling like when i was moved out to asia after college with like my ex-boyfriend um after traveling stuff i came back and i was like i'm different yeah. my perspective is so totally mm-hmm. different like mm-hmm. i was like you know what's important to me now is like traveling experiencing the world cultures it's not like should I buy the Louis bag with like my extra money from work. It's mm-hmm. like what can I where can I go? What can I experience? Like who can I meet, you know, instead of just like this little bubble that we grow up in the rat race of America. Yeah. I I love that. I, I always think like if I didn't travel, I wouldn't be obviously who would you, who I would, would you be? I, oh, it's a scary. <laughs> I'm from a small town in Kansas. I would be I would be a total different person. Yeah, I wouldn't be a freed up person about anything in life. Yeah. Not not anything, yeah. but like I wouldn't in general. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that, but like I just wouldn't be as outgoing as I am. Yeah. And definitely not as considerate. Yeah. Yeah, it just it gives you such like a worldly yeah. outlook. And you kind of when I went back home, like I struggled sometimes talking to people because I'm like, get out of your bubble. Yeah. Like get out, like experience mm-hmm. things like don't go to a resort in Dominican Republican and call yourself traveled. I'm sorry. Like, no. that's great for a vacation, but that's not, that's not, tra- like, that's not traveling, you know I mean? Like, that's vacationing, but get outside your bubble. Or, like, if you are going to go to the DR and you are going to chill out, go to, like, actually see what it's really like to live there. Yeah. Like, go talk to the people. Like, learn something about their culture. And I think, tra- like, backpacking, doing all of that, especially in Southeast Asia, and, I mean, you even did, like, um, Central America. Yeah. But, yeah. All of that just like broadens your horizon. I think it also te- like teaches you to treat people way better mm-hmm. because sometimes we can, as Americans, be a bit snobbing in the way that we view others. Yeah, because I remember, I remember. So when I first went backpacking, I went to Central America, and that's where I really realized like 
our news, our media, and I, I've actually talked to other Westerners, like people from Western countries, like even Germany and yep. Australia, like they'll even tell you like our news is, I don't know if it's as bad as America, but like our news is poisoned. Like they'll mm-hmm. tell you, like you see a video of the Middle East and like that, even me, like I've been yeah. to the Middle East and like that's how I thought the Middle East was and then I went there and it was not that. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? We have a skewed reality. Yeah, we do. But yeah. I think just getting out there, someone once told me, and I, I'll never forget this, is you should live every day, like, you should go every day and have that, like, feeling in your stomach, that, like, it's kind of like a not feeling in your stomach, mm-hmm. and that's, like, the feeling of being alive, and it's, like, it's like kind of nervous, and you don't yeah. know, and, like, I remember when I met you, and my friend was like, okay, like, I want to go home, but I was like... I don't like I want to stay here and the yep. second she left I was literally like oh god I don't know anyone here yeah like this is weird I, you know this is awkward but then out of it I met you mm-hmm. and that's what for me travel is even if you're backpacking or whatever like I believe you should have that not feeling every single day of your life Make yourself uncomfortable yeah because it's the feeling of being alive you yeah. know it's it's Going into a situation you've never been in, going in into a country that you've never yeah. seen or even heard about, you've only done a little bit of research. You know, like obviously it's important to be safe. Yeah, yes. of course. But like, don't. If I was gonna give advice, not that anyone asked, but <laughs> if I was gonna give advice, I would say don't listen to the news. You know, if the news yeah. says this, I would do the opposite. Yeah, and get see your own what, perspective. Yeah, on get it. your own perspective because there's so much. That's like when you travel. Like I would travel. I remember when I went to India. And people from home be like, why would you go to India? And I'm like, India's actually one of my favorite countries. Mm. Like, it, we have this, like, skewed reality of being like, I mean, it's terrible to say, but so many Americans are like, oh, India's, like, dirty. It's whatever. Gross. Like, it's gross. Yeah. Like, why would you go? And they're like, you know, say all these bad things. I'm like, why don't you go experience it for yourself? Because I think it's an absolutely beautiful country, like, with mm. beautiful people. And there's so much culture, like, in it. But, like, we have just this skewed reality. Just like, you know... So many of the countries, like when you said in the Middle East, like some people are like, oh, how'd you go there? Like when you think an entire country is full of bad people, like there's not one good person in it. Like every everywhere is good. But you have to like look for it and find it. And if you look for the bad, guess what? You're gonna find the bad. Like the bad. Yeah. that's just kind of how life works. Like whatever you go after, I think you it's find. so. I think sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I think it's so funny that you say that because you know I was telling people I have a few local friends here. Yeah. That we. Um, are that that I was chatting with and I was like oh I'm from America and you know whatever mm-hmm. and they were like are you ever scared to go to the grocery store what and I was like why do you say that they were like well people get shot in your grocery stores and I was like I I honestly like I I I I, I laughed yeah. and I was like that's so funny that you say that because that does happen in America. Like, you know, yeah. they watch the news yeah. and what they hear about We're America shooting is people get them. shot in, in yeah. the grocery store. So that's, or in school. Or in school, yeah. Which, that doesn't really happen here. No. You know what I mean? There's no gun. Yeah. So it's just like funny when people are like, you yeah. know, everyone has a skewed reality. Yeah. But I think Americans need to like take a step back sometimes yeah. and actually experience things. Um, but like I was saying, like just, I think travel alone is so good. Like the countries we went to was amazing. And you create like such you know valuable friendships when you travel with someone because you are spending like when you when we were traveling we were together for like a month or whatever it was you're spending every day together yeah like you're spending all day every day like you do your own thing if you want to but like most of the time is you're like you're together and so like you either really like each other you really don't like and you learn that over time but i think you also learn to like 
kind of judge, not judge people, but get your judgment on someone quite quicker mm, because yeah. you're like, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to go with them? Am I not? Am I going to continue traveling? Whatever. But at the same time, when you meet like your people traveling, it's like the best thing ever. Obviously, when March came, we both got, I was in India, you were in Laos, um, and we both got sent home yeah. because of COVID. Obviously, it wasn't really kosher to like travel Ideal anymore. Travel. Yeah. Borders were closing. Like, I remember for India, it was like a 21 day um, lockdown that they were going to do. It was really strict. And we had like 48 yeah. hours to make a decision for staying or going. And they were like, you should go. But, yeah. um, you know, we didn't really have a choice. We had to kind of leave and go. And I remember like afterwards when you first got home, like everyone was still chatting. But then you kind of see like who you're like, who you really stay friends with after you travel. Yeah, I travel. Um, and we talked every once in a while, like, you know, randomly. Yeah, staying in contact. Yeah. And then I don't remember what, like, what random we started chatting about. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I'm going Ugh. to, I'm moon in Bali. Girl, I, I remember exactly <laughs> where I was. I was, I, so it was like, it was in the middle. It was like. It was kind of, like, in the middle of the pandemic, but, like, when things were starting to kind of lighten up. Yeah, because I think it was, like, October-ish. But I was in my aunt's pool. It was, like, October 10th. Like, I think I remember the date. (laughs) And you messaged me, like, oh, I'm going to Bali. And I remember FaceTiming you immediately. Like, are you... Shut up. Like, shut (laughs) up. Like, it's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible. And I screamed like a little girl. And my aunt was like, what's going on? What's happening? And um, then I called you. FaceTimed you. And you told me everything. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's a visa you can go on right now. It's like this like specific visa you can get yeah. into Bali. And you mir- can for- Let's call it the miracle visa. <laughs> and you can stay in Bali for six months. And you're like, bitch, you were going to leave me? Like, you can't do that. You're like, I'm coming with you. How did you find... Okay, first of all, let's let's say something about that visa. Like, it's, yeah. it's a business visa yeah. that people... Like, if you want to, like, do a business in visa, like... You, if you want, it's when you like, it's, you can like learn about like what you could potentially invest in. You can't yeah, do yeah. any business like on yeah. the visa, um, but you can come for six months. It's kind of similar to the social visa that they used to have, mm-hmm. uh, they still even have now. Um, but I think it was just an easier option during, you know, the end of last year to actually get into it. So yeah. one of my friends who lived here, um, who's my coach at the time, he was the one who told me about it. Okay, got and it. And then that's I how I learned. Yeah. And then obviously like, told you. Yeah. And then we decided to, or you decided to come, and oh we gosh. flew out. We were like, we were cutting close. Oof. We flew out like a couple days before they closed the borders to Indonesia completely. Like I think we got here like one day, and then the next day they closed it. Right? Yeah, they closed it, or they didn't for fully. Two days. Yeah, they closed it for to, like a couple weeks. Yeah, so it was like January. It was it was January one. You had to be here by December thirty first. It was Jan right. one. That's so right. we got That's in right. the twenty eighth. Like we like just made it by the skin of our teeth. Um, and like we're able to obviously get in here and like finally make it. Um, I remember telling people like when we were like fresh here, brand new, like they're like, "Oh, how long have you been here?" And we would tell them, and they today. would just they would just look at us like, <laughs> "What? H- how? Like, how did you?" I'm like, "It was a journey." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a journey. It was a journey. <laughs> Our journey. Like, here I don't was... want I don't want you to think it was like easy breezy lemon. Like, no, no, it was it was a journey. But it was a journey. There was a lot of steps we had to get through. Like. I mean, obviously, like, you have the long, 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 long flights yeah. here. Um, and then once we got here, it was, like, when we got into Jakarta, because you'd fly only internationally into Jakarta. You can't fly to Bali internationally right. anymore. So you'd fly into Jakarta, 
I remember we sat in those chairs and handed us a paper, which was all in Bahasa. And they're like, and they didn't say anything to us. And we're like, how do we fill this out? Like, we eventually figured it out, only to find out later on, like, after getting through all the health checkpoints, that it was, like, a hotel quarantine paper. Um, Scary. And they just changed the laws, like, while we were in the air, saying that you did quarantine for five days in Jakarta before heading off to Bali. And... Obviously, the foreigners are all like, we're shit angry. out of luck. We're, we're angry, but shit out of luck. What are you going to yeah. do? Like, I remember seeing some of them yelling at the people. Right. And they're like, it's not, like, our call. And it's like, there's one thing you learn as a foreigner. Like, you, your rights are nil. Yeah. Got none. Like, so, unless, you know, by the grace of God, you can get yourself out of things or whatever around things. But most of the times, you don't. And for us, we kind of lucked out because there was a whole group of, like, Indonesians who I think studied in America or something. Some, they, there was at like, an American school, but or, there was all those old. There's all those families too. If you remember, it's the oh, other side. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Side. we had the girl that spoke that like went to an yeah. American school. Her English was phenomenal, and then like the group of the group local people, yeah, I'm local sorry. people, yeah, 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 and they like got angry they and angry. with with their anger and screaming and yeah, whatever, we were we able to through. actually get through. They let everyone through, yeah. but we almost had to quarantine for five days, yeah. and then we finally made it into Bali. Um, and then obviously since being here, it's been amazing, Yeah. but we definitely like came by the skin of our freaking teeth and we made it in. The Bali gods were on our side. The Bali gods were on our side. If you guys don't know what that is, (laughs) they're real. They're real and they're very powerful. They're very powerful. And they can either be on your side or not on your side. And you better hope they're on your side. Yeah. You better hope they're on your side. (laughs) Um, but since being in Bali, it's been like a dream. Like obviously you came here for six months. Now you're going to be here for like a few more years yeah especially yeah. according to the psychic we went to yeah we're here for five five years <laughs> yeah. what Sasha says is real <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> um but it's crazy how like obviously we came here like for me it was you know six months gonna be here fine yeah um and same for you and now it's and kind of like a home base be, yeah you want this to yeah, be home yeah base. so I have yeah. to obviously leave for work for a couple months yeah. um, for the summer and then I'll come back you better but come back of course I'm coming back I'm leaving myself <laughs> with you half my bags <laughs> you're supposed um, to get a dog so I could watch I am it. getting a dog when we get okay. back I'm getting oh, a Bali get dog okay. okay. I need to have a Bali dog it's like yeah. ripping my heart Bali dogs are real one. they are they I want to be the girl who's like riding people here like are on the scooters and the dog just sits by your feet of your scooter on and doesn't move sometimes it's on like the... sometimes it's on the back seat it just sits there on oh, the back yeah, seat on the back seat you just see them sitting on there. a scooter on a scooter no sh- like there's no seat belt like this is there and like they turn and they just don't move i love the like, dogs how? that sit like where i don't with the like so you hold on to your scooter but yeah. like what's the thing in the middle like what's that the dial the, the uh speedometer Spod- yeah there we go yeah, 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 yeah that word yeah <laughs> I love the dogs that just sit there. Like, yeah. like to, the back legs are on your thighs, yep. and then it's, like, up on top of your... Like, it's driving yeah. the scooter. And they don't, they just, like, chill. They just and it's know, not... Like, they you'll know see to jump off daily. Yeah. All, like, all day long. Of course. Yeah. I just want to be that girl who, like, drives around with her dog on the scooter, brings it to the beach, you know? I, I won't take the, the photo, but I will find a photographer for your Instagram. Perfect. <laughs> Put that up as, like, my number one... This is my dog. No big deal. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> my Instagram. Put it as, like, my, my Tinder profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dog you won't replace it but you could try um yeah no but that's yeah i'll definitely be back in september for sure yeah i think it's great to like find a place that you know is outside of home that feels like home yeah because when you backpack and stuff obviously you're constantly moving you're constantly you know getting to next destinations so, like finding a home base is, doesn't really exist you find places you love but right. to find like a place that you can actually call like home again is like amazing that's why i love bali it's just like you can be like, oh, it's my home base. Like, I'll be in and out all the time just due to work reasons. But, like, 
for sure this will definitely be a place that I'll be for like a while yeah it's a beautiful place it is I love it can't complain about right and like you create little families here like a friend's not like family mm-hmm. families but yeah. I mean some people do create travel family friends. families yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah travel friends travel Bali friends fam, yeah. but your Bali yeah your Bali fam get everyone together but yeah and I think that like it's so funny our journey like to here and now like it's been <laughs> from a, a bar in thailand to from a bar in thailand doing a podcast together to, yes doing podcasts like being like adultish <laughs> for a little bit like not very i don't want to go that far i don't want to go yeah i don't i don't know how well i do it adulting really i try like i put my best effort someone told me if you're using the the word adulting you're not adulting so i think we're fine <laughs> i think i get like an e for effort on adulting like, there we not go. even an a i'm gonna e for effort god one of these days i'll just i'll be an adult but i don't think it'll happen anytime soon no for any means. what's the rush there is no rush especially mm-hmm. living in bali like there's no reason to do any of that mm-hmm. and what i also like love is that age like doesn't really matter here you know you're at home and it's like, oh, you're 30. Do you own a house yet? Are you married? Are you? What are you doing? And here it's like, I don't care if you're 50. You'll still see me. The, like, still yep. see people at the bars, hanging out, doing their life. Like, hanging out, just living, living the Bali dream. Yeah, there's no nine to five to get to. No bonus, work bonus. No, no there's no yeah. pressure. Yeah, there's no like societal pressures of like where you are in your life, what you own, if you have kids yet. Like, it's just. Everyone's on their own path, living their own freaking dream. dream. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like the best beauty of it. And that's feeling the pressure of being said, an adult, I which I don't want to be. <laughs> and I don't do well at it anyway, so I'm just not going to even try. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming on. This yeah, is such you're a so fun. Welcome. This is my first time and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed having you yeah. on. It was good. <laughs> we'll see how many people that enjoy our stories. I mean, we can go on for days with the oh, amount of stories we have. We can do this for hours and I hours know. and hours. Um, but maybe another time we will grant them with some more stories <laughs> of just wildness. Um, but yes, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening and have a great day, everyone. All right, if you are a new or aspiring entrepreneur who dreams of freedom and working from anywhere in the world, click the link below and book a free discover call with me where we will break down the exact steps you need to take to make that dream life of yours an actual reality so we can get you started on the journey to becoming a digital nomad.